Thanks everybody for, for joining. This is this is DeFi Alpha. I'm really excited to chat with you all today. Um, I know this is sort of an unusual time for us to be holding an AMA. We usually do it, you know, Friday um, or Saturday, not on a Monday. Um, if you want, one thing that would be really great is if you can you know, retweet or you know in, in Discord, you know, otherwise kind of help get a little buzz that we are holding this AMA right now. At this time, um, we had some audio problems on Saturday. So, you know, a lot of people weren't able to hear some pretty important alpha that we wanted to share. So I think it would be great just to just to get the word out, let people know that this is an opportunity to really get caught, caught up on what's going on at Umami, especially in light of the pretty significant proposal um, to to the DAO that we put out um, late last week. So with that, though, let me get into it. Um, for those of you who don't know, you know, Umami has... You know, we've always operated broadly as, as a DAO, and we've sought community feedback for everything, but we're, we're really formalizing that, and we are preparing for very significant community uh, snapshot vote at some point later this week. Um, and you know, what the team proposed to the DAO and has been collecting feedback on since then is a mint of additional umami in order to conduct a capital raise. And... There are several reasons why we uh, think that it's a really important time for us to do that, and you know, are are you know pretty actively soliciting the community's feedback, um, uh, and you know, trying to trying to really explain why this is so important. So you know, basically, for those of you who have been following us, you know that we have really, really significant and important uh, new products in the works that. Are going to be you know pretty much game changers for umami um you know carnation really and you know i think for you know the the really important one to flag for you guys is that we are building a stable coin vault for usdc that can generate 30 plus percent apr um, we're doing it in partnership with gmx and tracer we have our senior dev, OX Toki, working on it right now. He's pretty far along in building the smart contract. We're going to be moving into testing quite soon. Um, and we are simultaneously in the final stages of integrating APIs from Banksa and Socket that will allow anyone on any chain to, um, to ape right into this vault or into the Umami token or from fiat bank accounts, they can immediately on-ramp to Arbitrum and into the vault or to Umami. So we think that you know 30, 30 plus percent APR on stables, and by the way, that APR will be in USDC. Um, so you'll be depositing USDC, receiving USDC back at 30% plus APR. We think that's going to be a huge attractor of TVL onto Arbitrum um, and into the vault, um, Umami's vault. And, you know, obviously, Umami is going to be collecting fees on that vault. And those fees are going to be part of the same pool of fees and yield that pay out Umami's marinators, right? So those of you who hold Umami and stake Umami, um, you know that you receive regular payouts in ETH. Our current APR is around 40% on that. And imagine, you know, a vault like what we're building, attracting the potential TBL that, um, that we expect it to attract and the amount of, you know, additional fee revenue and therefore higher ETH yields for marinators that that can produce. And 
on top of that, we're building other products as well. So we're very, very busy. Um, we're building a suite of auto compounders for Arbitrum Native projects for farms and vaults that have not had auto compounders before. And soon, I would say in the next six to eight weeks, we'll have auto compounders for DOPX farms, Spearax farms, Jones Dow farms, as well as a number of farms on Balancer, LPs on Balancer. All of this is going to be very, very bullish for Umami, um, for Arby's, for those of you who you know, follow our sister project where our auto compounders are located. We're also building a new front end um, for Umami. We just finished a very long and thoughtful and detailed meeting on that today, and we're going to have it, we're going to be building it very soon. Um, so lots in the pipeline. The other big thing that we're doing is that we're going to get Umami audited. And we're going to do that as soon as possible. It's really urgent in our view that you know, given how quickly we're scaling, given how um, many new people are finding our project, how we're becoming pretty um, pretty involved players in Arbitrum, we're becoming representatives of the network. We want to have a blue chip premier audit firm, uh, make sure that you know all of our contracts are very, very secure. Um, so where I'm going with all this in you know the context of the Dow proposal that I'm just you know that I, I flagged earlier is that you know, we, we definitely want to do a significant capital raise now. Um, we're only trading about, we're trading about 25%, 25-30% below net asset value right now. Um, we expect to continue to see positive price action, um, and I'm going to share some ideas on how we're going to exactly structure the OTC. But our hope is that by the time we would be doing this OTC capital raise, our discount to our net asset value would be quite modest, you know, 15% or less. And based on our models, you know, at that kind of discount, given that most of that capital will be put into yield generating deployments on Arbitrum and immediately start generating revenue for our project and for, for Umami holders, um, you know, we don't think that that will be dilutive. It will not be net dilutive in, you know, over any kind of, you know, medium to long-term timeline. So, you know, we think it's a good time to do this and, you know, that capital along with, you know, allowing us to generate more yield um, and giving, you know, our treasury a little bit more scale, um, allowing us to be sort of, you know, potentially more influential, um, you know, a little more negotiating heft and just sort of more significant players on Arbitrum. It'll also provide us with, you know, more than enough um, in assets. And, and also yield revenue to cover these, you know, the cost of, of hiring you know, the devs, including contract devs for these new Arbitrum farms um, so that, you know, our senior dev Toki can just really focus on this incredible USDC vault that he's building. Um, and then, of course, the audit itself um, is going to be, you know, a significant amount of capital. So, you know, these are really, really important priorities um, that are going to transform Umami and also just really guarantee security for um, all of its holders, you know, the contracts are as secure as possible, thanks to the audit. Um, so, you know, we, we, we feel strongly that this is, you know, a very exciting opportunity and, and the right thing to do. Um, for those of you who have been following the proposal, and I'll just flag, you know, that you can, you can find it if you go into our announcement section in Discord. You know, you'll see we've posted links to it several times. It's also on our Medium blog, and you can read it. Um, but... You know, just for, for those of you who might not have had a chance to take a look, we're, we're suggesting a few things. The team is, is suggesting a few things in this DAO proposal. So the first is we, we want to 
you know, for anyone who's been holding Umami, you guys know that one of our big pitches is that, you know, we are not an emissions token, right? We emerged as an ohm fork several months, you know, late, mid to late last year, abandoned that model completely, did not work for us, and we're very keen to protect the intrinsic value of the Umami token and to protect our holders from dilution. So within that context, we're suggesting that we set a max supply of Umami, which we haven't had so far, at 2.5 million. Now, we're just under half a million in, you know, in, in total supply right now, circulating supply about 350,000. So, you know, that, that's still a high max supply. We would not be minting that many tokens anytime soon. The, you know, we would not be putting that into circulating supply anytime soon, but that gives us what we refer to as a war chest for future capital raises as we continue to scale. Think about it as, you know, VC seed rounds, um, you know, seed rounds and then subsequent VC rounds after that for scaling startup. You know, it's good to have that umami available um, for future rounds and, you know, this year, next year, further out. Um, so the important thing, though, is that holders would know if we have a max supply in place that there's, there's, they're not going to be diluted, you know, overall, that there's going to be, you know, preservation of the underlying value of Umami, and that we would only ever be issuing Umami in order to raise, you know, needed capital in, you know, at, as non-dilutive of a valuation as, as possible, you know, hopefully not dilutive at all. Um, and in terms of this upcoming capital raise, we would be aiming, you know, anything between one to 10 million, um, with the idea being that if we were to raise, you know, 10 million USD in, you know, for example, ETH and stables, that most of that would be being put into yield farm deployments on Arbitrum to generate revenue, um, and that that revenue could help cover OPEX, right? And so, you know, holders would not be being diluted, um, potentially the opposite, potentially there would be so much yield revenue coming in that marinators would actually be making more than they were before in terms of their regular ETH payouts. So that's how we're thinking about it. Um, the, the key sort of metrics, just to flag, we, uh, we've been talking to our community, you know, really in, in a very sort of focused way. Ever since we, we announced this, um, we created, um, as part of the new DAO transition, we had a Yield Farmers Council, which you should check out. It's uh, you know, part of our Discord. You'll see an Umami DAO um category and there is you know a, a channel a chat in there called yield, yield farmers council that's a group of you know long-standing community members with a really strong DeFi background and they've volunteered to speak on behalf of the community and advise us on um on you know major proposals like this and so you know i've been talking to myself as you know, others on the team as well you know pretty much all weekend and you know much today and you know we've concluded um, that, you know, we, there's seems to be support for the OTC, um, capital raise, but that, you know, we definitely, we want that max supply of 2.5 million. Um, we do not want to mint all of that right now. We're only going to mint what we, what we absolutely need for the OTC, but we're still going to have that max supply in place. Um, so that for the first time holders will know what the maximum supply is for Umami and they'll know that there is a cap. Um, the other takeaway from this discussion with uh, the Yield Farmers Council is that we feel that a Dutch auction, a Dutch auction would be the best approach for, for raising um, this OTC capital. So again, this will be a whitelisted capital raise. It'll of course include our existing community. 
It'll include our really awesome partners on Arbitrum, a couple VCs who, you know, totally on-chain, crypto-native VCs um, who, you know, we vibe with well and, you know, no, no special favors for them in any way, um, but they'd be happy to ape in. And, you know, we, we think that by using a Dutch auction, we could, I mean, we could potentially actually end up raising capital at, you know, a price higher than our trading price for people who want to move large amounts in and, and avoid slippage. A Dutch auction opens up possibilities like that. So, you know, that seems like a very um, smart approach for us. And again, you know, I just want to thank the really awesome big brain people on the Yield Farmers Council for uh, helping steer us towards towards that suggestion. So that is pretty much, you know, my um, set of updates. I realized that was a lot, um, but I just want to be here and available for you guys to answer any questions that you have. So, you know, please... I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the mic over to you. Um, if you anyone is interested, feel free to request to speak. And you know, for those who I think for most of you guys, I see a lot of familiar names here. So you you know that we have um, an AMA questions and chat section. So in our Discord. So you know you can see on our Twitter, there's a link to our Discord. Hop into the general category and go to AMA questions and chat. Uh, that channel and you can ask questions there. But if anyone wants to ask anything on Twitter spaces, please, uh, please speak up. I'm looking forward to your questions. Thanks so much, guys. I'm seeing a question in AMA questions in chat. Will there be a time lock on OTC purchases of Umami in this capital raise? Absolutely. Um, we're going to do better than that, actually, what we are planning on doing and that we think this is a win-win for both you know, the existing holders, the project, and new uh, OTC investors. We're, we're planning on doing time-locked CM Umami. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with that, and I bet most of you are, that would basically just mean that people were automatically aped into our M Umami auto compounder in a time-locked basis. So a lot of benefits there. Auto compounder is, you know, immediately very high yielding for the investors. So that's, you know, really good for them. We, would, we want to introduce people to our premier high-yielding product because we think that once they're in that, they're not going to want to sell. It wouldn't really be particularly rational to dump um, if you're getting 110% APY or, you know, we've seen figures like that. It fluctuates slightly. Um, and then, of course, you know, for those of you who really know our project well, that you know that the that that product that I just described, the MM on the auto compounder, it auto compounds rewards to holders by market buying more umami and then staking it and by market buying the umami it provides price support so it's it's really desirable it's kind of the opposite of dumping right it actually should produce significant upwards pressure on umami's price we're not trying to engineer that per se but that, that's just the, the side effect um so that's my answer for that question question has an auditing firm been engaged yet? Average time is nine months for tier one firm. Yeah, we know that. And we talked to a tier one firm recently, Trail of Bits, um, excellent firm, and they are happy to work with us. Um, unfortunately, they won't be available until January um, of 2023. So we, uh, we're gonna be meeting with some other audit firms. I mean, our first goal, as you might imagine, is. There's virtually no point in doing an audit unless it is with a truly excellent firm that has you know, a great reputation, has worked with you know, some of the more respected names in DeFi. 
ideally. Um, we wouldn't settle for anything less than a top tier audit firm. We've reached out to over a dozen and are setting up more meetings. And some of them are quite promising. You know, there are some who think that you know, within a month or two, we could have the audit complete. So we're, we're going to keep you guys updated on that, but we would you know, much prefer to get it done as soon as possible here. TCC, a community member says, yeah, I'll be using layer five chains by January, 2023. Exactly. So we, we want to get audited much sooner than that. Um, and we will keep you up to date. We're working really hard on it and having a lot of meetings. Anybody want to ask questions here in this space? I mean, I'm happy to keep reading off the AMA questions in chat in our Discord, but um, any questions here in the space, always happy to chat. All right, Cleavon Tweets has a really cool question. Can you talk about the fiat on-ramping solutions a bit? Well, yeah, absolutely, and I'd love to. And, you know, for those of you who, um, and actually, let me just add, I'm going to add you Simple Crypto as a speaker. Let me finish answering Cleavon Tweets' question. Um, I'll finish answering Cleavon Tweets' question, and I do want to hear from you. Um, the fiat on-ramping solution is Banksa. We actually had an AMA with them, great partners. Um, we have fully integrated their API. We are putting some finishing touches on also integrating Socket. Socket is what provides the, um, we're going to have infrastructure for you know, bridge and DEX aggregators under the hood for Umami so that they'll, they'll provide the cross-chain functionality. Anyone from any chain can move right into Umami in one transaction through Socket. Banksa will provide the fiat on-ramping. The beauty of Banksa is they abstract all the complexities of that, including regulatory complexities, away from us as the project and the user. So the user can just you know, use Banksa's functionality to you know, connect any fiat account they want. And then once that's done, it'll ape into ETH um, on Arbitrum in their MetaMask wallet, and they can move that directly into Umami. So you know, unbelievably seamless and really, really cool. Um, and with that, uh, Mr. Simple Crypto, I'd love to hear from you. Hey there. Uh, I don't know if anyone else will be able to relate to this, so I'll keep it relatively short. Um, I was a earlier uh, Z2O holder and uh, appreciative of the devs and the project and everything, but I was forced to capitulate at the bottom, basically. <laughs> so this is basically uh, probably number one on my list to try and build back up a position. Uh, I'm aware there's like a, an on-ramp option that was recently added to go to, to purchase Umami directly. So I have my eye on that. And I'm basically just wondering if there's anything else you could point me towards or recommend for someone who... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm happy to answer that. No, I think that many people can relate. Um, I mean, it happened to me. I got involved because I was a holder initially. So I, I feel you on the... Um, the bottom after Z2O and Umforks tanked. Um, so, yeah, I would suggest, you know, so we will be going live with Banks, so we're assuming this week. Um, do you already have some assets, though, on Arbitrum, or do you really, you need the Banks of functionality to be able to, to on-ramp? I'm not familiar with, with what you're asking about, the functionality. Oh, well, you were, at, you were okay. Then that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll give you then just kind of a general, um, some general guidance. Um, so look, I, I think one option is that we're going to be doing this OTC launch. And if you, you know, are a holder, you hold any at all, um, you're a member of our community and you'll be whitelisted for the OTC capital raise. That could be a very good choice, um, you know, particularly if you're thinking about getting, you know, significant amounts of capital um, into the project because it'll be zero slippage. Um, other than that, 
I'm going to hand it over to Neo Tokyo Cat here, who designs our LPs in a moment. I, are you able to speak, Stephen? If I invite you, if I invite you up, because I think he would share even better intel than me. But um, short of that, I would say you know market buy it um, on our Uniswap V3 LP, which you know still is the lowest slippage option, and immediately go into the Emumami Auto Compounder. And if you want to DM me, um, I'm at intrinsic DeFi is my Twitter handle, so you can DM me after this. I can walk you through every step. Um, but what that will do is that you'll start auto compounding all of your rewards into Morimami, which builds your bag, and you'll be receiving Arby's rewards as well. And Arby's is you know also a passive income play on the ecosystem that we're building. So you'll be building both of those bags in the fastest possible way. Um, and beyond that, I would just say, you know, if you're a, you know, you can click through to our Discord um, just from this this Twitter account that we're on, and drop a message and just get connected to us, and we can kind of keep you apprised of every bit of alpha as it comes. And those are probably the most you know the best general rules to follow to get involved and build your bag. But uh, Stephen, who manages the LPs, might have some specific advice on how to you know maybe find a particularly low slippage option or you know small arbitrage of some sort as well. Yeah. So. Um... There's definitely a couple options. Um, right now, in particular, we're actually in a very high liquidity um, range for the Umami token. So right as of right now, there's up to uh, 3,754 Umami tokens available to buy. So that's with um, that's almost a 2% um, range. And like that's about $50,000 worth of buy-side liquidity. Um, so, and there's also... A pretty significant amount of um, support in this 2% range. There's over 5 ETH um, ready to, um, you know, support any cells. Um, and, you know, and then we also have the auto compounder. So right now, super low slippage. And if you haven't um, heard of Chromatica, um, it's a project that we are looking to partner with. Uh, Chromatica is spelled uh, K-R-O-M-A-T-I-K-A. And uh, they're a limit order solution for the Uniswap version three uh, liquidity pools. So um, definitely a strong selling point for switching uh, projects to, um, for, you know, from SushiSwap to something like Uniswap version three. Um, and using uh, the Chromatica system on Arbitrum, it's literally maybe three dollars, three or four dollars worth of the Chrome token. Um, the, the Chromatica token has been performing very well if you look over the past month. Um, probably up almost 500%. Um, but in particular, so using using that token, uh, you can create a um, limit order. And what it does is it creates a liquidity pool position for you so that when there's any sell pressure um, on the token you're trying to accumulate, um, it will automatically, uh, through Uniswap, uh, collect fees, trading fees when it's within your range, and then automatically close your liquidity position for you uh, so that you gain fees and get a very good entry into uh, your buy. And uh, this really fits well with Umami uh, strategy if you're looking to accumulate. So I definitely uh, suggest looking into that. And uh, yeah, yeah. I can definitely maybe give a little bit of alpha too. We're, we're looking to partner with Chromatica. Um, we've, we've been in talks with them for a little bit. And uh, if we're lucky enough, we could actually get an AMA with them sometime this week. Um, so that's definitely a goal. And uh, obviously, over the past month, uh, they've got a lot of success in their token. So we definitely want to get some updates from them. 
Awesome. Thanks so much, Stephen. Really appreciate that. Simple Crypto, do you have any follow-ups to that answer your question? No, I, I was on mute a second ago. I had to figure out how to unmute myself. Um, no, it, just, it sounds like the Chromatica angle might be uh, better than than the uh, the direct on-ramp. Or I, I, I didn't look into it too much, but it sounds like that it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, but I yeah. think the, also the important thing that Stephen flagged is that actually our current um, we use a we are on Uniswap v3. That's where our LP is, and so if you have ETH and you want to buy Umami, um, we're currently there is currently a lot of liquidity at this price. So you could probably I think from what you're saying, Stephen, it sounds like you could buy potentially up to close to 3,000 umami before you started to hit substantial slippage. Is that right, Stephen? Yep, that's correct. Yep. So now is a good time to do it. And then just make sure you take that and you put it into the umami auto compounder. You can reach out to me directly if you need to. Okay, I will help you with that because that we're working on the user interface right now and improving it. It's still a little confusing, so I'm genuinely happy to help walk you through it if you need help. Um, but that would just be sort of the optimal strategy for growing your bags right now. Sure. Did you say your name is uh, DeFi Edge? Um, so I'm DeFi Alpha. My Twitter oh, my is at Intrinsic DeFi. But if you go into Discord and you ask for DeFi Alpha, uh, you can find me there too. Do you have any other questions, Simple Crypto? No, no, no that's, that's great. And, uh, okay. Thank, thanks for answering. Yeah. yeah. And actually, one thing that I will, just to build on this, because there's another great question from Intrepid in our AMA questions and chat. And this actually connects, I think, to what you're describing, you know, simple crypto, which is, you know, how do you get, after getting wrecked on Z2O, how do you, you know, build bags and capture as much, you know, the upside now as possible. Um, remember that we also have an Arby's token. So, you know, this is sort of two very interrelated projects, Arby's Finance and Umami. Arby's Finance is where all of our auto compounders are. So those help enhance yield on farms across Arbitrum. And half of the fees go to Umami half of the fees go to the Arby's token. Um, and so Intrepid user is asking, talk a bit about the pipeline for Arby's, and I am happy to. We are investing hugely in Arby's right now. And maybe we don't talk about this enough, but Arby's is an excellent project. It has you know, a suite of unique auto compounders already for a number of sushi LPs, um, popular sushi LPs, Spell ETH, Mim ETH, a number of others, um, L2DAO, one of our partners that we cover there. Um, LP as well on Sushi, but we're building many more. Um, we're going to have a suite of balancer LPs coming out quite soon, next few weeks. We're building a suite of um, auto compounders for farms on DOPEX, so DOPEX farms, Jones farms, and Spearax, um, which is an Arbitrum native stablecoin project with some very high yield um, farms for their stable for their stablecoin and their governance tokens. So we're going to be rolling all of those out. They're going to be totally unique. In the case of DOPEX, we're whitelisted, and as far as I know, we're the only project that's whitelisted um, because we're using a very unique design for our auto compounders that helps uh, support their price instead of dumping on them, which is how a lot of what a lot of auto compounders do. So my point in saying all this is that, you know, the pipeline for Arby's is very robust. We're doing that because, again, half of those fees go to Umami. So that's helping the Umami holders. And because Arby's itself is an amazing project, and we're doing everything we can to really maximize its value. And we like Arby's. Um, and that token is going to be here to stay. So what I'm saying there is, you know, kind of going back to Simple Crypto's question, 
we, you know, remember there is also an Arby's token. Arby's has, well, Arby's has seen a significant price increase, but it's still only about $300,000 of TVL staked in Arby's. And if you're not staking Arby's, you can't collect the fees. So it's still a small base of tokens, um, you know, potentially exposed to a very growing pipeline of fees as those new auto compounders come out over the next couple months. Um, and we just, you know, Stephen T, who just spoke, um, you know, masterminded this, we built multiple new LPs on Uniswap V3 for the Arby's token. So there's finally quite good liquidity for that token. There did not used to be. So where I'm going with this is, you know, along with, you know, what everything Stephen said for Arby's, I'm sorry, for everything Stephen said for Umami, you can also take ETH and buy Arby's on Uniswap V3 stake that into the staked Arby's pool, and there's only $300,000 in TVL staked there right now. And that that TVL has the claim on all of the fees from auto compounders that are earmarked for Arby's holders, so half of the fees. So that that's something that I think people will become more aware of as time goes on, but it's still fairly early right now. Stephen, did you want to add to that in any way, by the way? Um, yeah, I mean, I could definitely chime into um, just kind of the strategy of, of creating these LPs, um, you know, specifically Arby's. Uh, there's three different ones. You have the USDC, um, which we can have as, you know, support, uh, which kind of um, if we have a liquidity pool that's tied to, to um, USDC, what essentially happens is we have tokens in reserve. So if the price of Ethereum goes down, we have a liquidity pool that is priced in USDC, um, so that kind of adds support. So, um, and what what this really does is it offers the community a choice. Um, you could sell in USDC, you can buy in USDC, um, and that really um, I feel like it it, uh, it makes a it makes a difference um, to to use these Uniswap auto routers. And then also we have the um, the Umami uh, liquidity pools as well. Um, that you know, so we have a Umami Arby's LP, so that um, uh, what ends up happening is Uniswap can arbitrage these differences. Um, you know, if the price of um, Umami goes up, the value of the Arby's token uh, goes up in that LP. So um, you're really just a way to um, kind of tie the two together, and essentially we're like bonding mm-hmm. our tokens together when when we create a Umami LP. So um, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Thanks so much, Stephen. I'm really uh, happy that you were um, around to join this. This has been really helpful. And uh, you know, Stephen's done so much for you know, helping stabilize our trading price. I think we can all thank him for you know, a sizable amount of the price appreciation of, of Umami because he's really helped optimize our LPs and he's done the same for Arby's as well. So always reach out. You know, Stephen's a you know, very available guy and he's always there in the Discord for any trading questions, um, including just general market alpha, I think. You know, he's a good guy to know. And just so you know, Simple Crypto, I mean, sim- you know this Simple Crypto, but for everyone else, I, I uh, you know, go ahead and read that Frequently Asked Questions um, in our on our Medium blog for the MMI Auto Compounder. It w- walks you through step by step how to how to ape in there. So once you, you know, do what Steven suggested to buy it on Uniswap, you can just follow the instructions in that Frequently Asked Questions um, post that I sent you for how to get in. Um, so... With that, do we have, oh, I see there's some more questions in, AMA questions in chat? Yeah, this is really a very good question. And honestly, we're 
we're lucky to have uh, such involved community members that people are making these observations. These are all things I think about. So let me let me take a couple of these. So staked Arby's is not emitting at a predictable rate or reported in any way. You're right. You're right. We have a uh, great OG named Under the Sea. He uh, was one of the early founders. He's been building dynamic calculators for almost all of our products. If you've been following our front end, you might have noticed that we finally have like good dynamic live updates for APR on Umami, APR on the Umami Auto Compounder. We're going to build that for staked Arby's. So, but this gets back to basically the the value thesis that I was just articulating with Arby's. It has been, if I'm being honest with you, it's been a neglected project. It was it was a neglected project. Um, you know, I, I started as project lead a couple months ago recognized that it needed to get a revamp and you know deserved more auto compounders we are finally building those now and i'm really excited one of the reasons that there have not been fees to staked arby's at a predictable rate is because we have not been investing enough in marketing the auto compounders and marketing the project um, or adding new auto compounders so it has been relatively modest i think there's been one or two eth pushed over the past you know three weeks. Now that's actually still kind of significant since it's such a small TVL pool, but um, we have ambitions to make it much, much higher now that we're marketing it and building new auto compounders. So that's why you're not seeing, um, you know, a, a regular emissions yet. And yet the other point that he raises, which is true, we are incentivizing the Amumami auto compounder with some Arby's emissions. Does that mean that it's going to lead to a big Arby's dump? I think not at all, um, because when you're starting from a zero base of fees and scaling to what we hope is you know very significant and meaningful revenue from new auto compounders, um, you know relatively modest emissions um, of RVs are going to not at all be you know not at all offset you know what we think will be the benefits to you know holding and staking that token. So you know that's that's why we are you know comfortable doing it because we we think that it's not going to be a significant impact. So yeah, I think that, that that should answer most of the questions I'm seeing in the chat. Um, basically, though, just to clarify, you know, because I see a theme around this. Um, so the Arby's auto compounders, 50% of the fees that they generate. So there are fees on deposits, or rather, um, you know, there are, no, there are withdrawal fees. There are fees on the amount of rewards that are compounded within the auto compounder. That's a 5% fee. That fee revenue is divided 50% to Umami and then 50% to the staked Arby's pool. So it's one half of the fees go to staked Arby's. And, you know, as we scale TVL in the auto compounders and roll out new auto compounders, that mechanically scales fees, um, which will increase the passive income to the staked Arby's pool. So that's you know, the basic mechanics. And again, it's been um, underinvested in, but we're building it now. So there should be very high upside. Um, so I think that answers the AMA questions in chat um, questions. Does anyone else want to ask anything? Anyone else on this particular um, Twitter spaces want to chime in with a question? I'll give it a couple, one or two more minutes in case anyone wants to drop a question in AMA questions in chat or ask I, questions. I have another general question, if possible. Please. Yeah, uh, I was wondering what, like as far as as far as I can tell, everything Arbitrum related is like super early, and yeah. I it's almost like I don't look in depth personally, but I, it's almost like I see breadcrumbs that suggest Arbitrum is picking up steam. Uh, however, that may be defined. 
And I'm just wondering what the Arbitrum ecosystem as a whole looks like from your guys' vantage point. Great question. Um, I mean, I see those breadcrumbs too, right? I mean, that's I, I do this full time. I, I left my job to do this because I am genuinely bullish on Arbitrum. So, you know, a few breadcrumbs. First of all, we do, you know, most projects, you're correct, are super early, but not we have a few, you know, projects that are moving in the direction of being what I would call blue chip, um, you know, GMX, DOPX, um, and Magic, I would say are all, you know, effectively blue chip projects, um, meaning that, you know, GMX produces just, you know, they have hundreds of millions in TVL now, hundreds of millions of market cap, um, and millions of revenue from the, um, the, the trading platform that they operate. And DOPEX, you know, it's a very similar story for options trading. Um, Mythical, I'm sorry, um, Magic is, you know, a, a GameFi platform with, you know, also with associated NFTs and is one of the leaders in that space. Um, and also, you know, massively successful. I think that token is 100x um, or something like it since they listed. So, you know, we have some very well-established projects um, we also have a lot of projects that are unbelievably promising and, you know, backed by blue chip, you know, venture firms or incubators that are building very new things and have chosen Arbitrum as, as their home. And, you know, I think are still not as appreciated by the market as they should be. I would definitely put our partners TracerDAO into that category. They're backed by uh, Mycelium, um, you know, major um, sort of Y Combinator-esque venture firm and incubator, um, you know, great doxed team um, and building just incredibly new and innovative derivatives products. Um, and, you know, basically infrastructure that lets you create, anyone create a derivative of anything and build a market for it. And the potential for that is huge. So, I mean, those are just off the cuff examples. I mean, Stephen, you're, you're, you know, probably even sort of deeper into some of these things than me. Do you want to add other sort of examples of breadcrumbs for the sort of how this ecosystem is coalescing? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Really have to um, look at what I'm personally looking at is the kind of where Ethereum's going, how they keep delaying, you know, the the proof of uh, the proof of going from proof of work to proof proof of stake. So, you know, I yeah, it's really hard for me to expand on exactly what I think will happen, but I'm just super like just just looking at how you know specifically Arbitrum. Seems very professional, you know, compared to like mm -hmm. the finance or these different. I think I feel like it's a different level of um, projects on Arbitrum, a lot more serious. So um, I'm just looking at, you know, the, the whole makeup of that, you know, the fact we don't have a token, you know, maybe that's keeping some of the degenerates away. Um, but, um, you know, just looking at what GMX has been able to do and, you know, tracers on, on their way up as well as, you know, getting up there. So. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of hard to, to stay specifically, but I'm, I'm looking at the characteristics of Arbitrum and, and the yeah. quality of projects, and I'm, I'm overall pleased. Absolutely. I think the other thing that I would add, you know, just in terms of kind of breadcrumbs that are you know, creating kind of a clear trail, right, is, you know, our, we've partnered with Banksa um, to have, you know, they, they provide um, direct fiat crypto on-ramping for us. They've been focusing very heavily on Arbitrum, and to me, that's extremely telling. When you have a fiat crypto on-ramp and instead of, you know, if this were just a few months ago, they would probably be focusing on mainnet, maybe some alt-held ones like Solana, right? 
But now there's so much interest in the L2s. They're looking at direct fiat crypto on-ramping to the L2s. We built their, you know, we've incorporated their service. We're probably not the only ones. That's going to be a huge pipeline of liquidity, of TVL, right into the Arbitrum network. Um, and I think that's a very important inflection point. And, you know, beyond that, I think that, you know, it's worth noting Arbitrum recently announced they are going to be rolling out their Nitro upgrades. They're already, um, you know, ridiculously, you know, um, you know, fast time to finality um, and, you know, extremely secure um, chain. I mean, they're already very low gas fees. They're already a great um, network to operate on. Nitro will make them, I believe, you know, by far the fastest optimistic roll-up. I mean, they'll, they'll be, you know, up there with what people are expecting, you know, ZKs. Once ZKs reach the point that they are, um, you know, fully EVM compatible and, you know, can allow for sort of smart contract um, development on, on them. Um, you know, basically, Arbitrum is going to be, you know, competitive with those ZKs, but Arbitrum already is, has a fully functioning DeFi ecosystem. So, I mean, that's massively bullish. It'll be one of the premier L2s as we see more and more activity move from mainnet to L2s. So, you know, I'd say the core Arbitrum thesis is, you know, look at, I, I haven't checked recently, but look at whatever the TBL is, you know, currently for mainnet, which, you know, should be hundreds of billions. Look at it for Arbitrum. It's, you know, generally been around 3 billion. Um, and think about what happens as we start to see that TVL migrate and what that should mean for, you know, valuations for projects that are already established on that chain um, on Arbitrum and, you know, take it from there. Any other questions? This has been a fun chat. I appreciated um, all the great stuff and AMA questions in chat, um, simple cryptos questions. You know, more than happy to answer other questions. Let me get a pulse on something since you guys are here. Can I see, like, I, we really do want to do this capital raise so that we can continue to fund the product developments and the security audit. Can I, do we have, you know, general community support for that? We want to become a DAO, so we're not going to do anything without community sign-off. Can I see some claps or some hearts? Just, I want to make sure that, like, this is something you, you can read the proposal. You can go on our um, Medium. You can go into our, our Discord and our announcements channel and read the proposal. But yeah, let, let me just see, you know, what, what your general vibe is on, on this idea. We're also, of course, going to add that max supply so that people can feel confident that they will not get diluted, that we're not going to just mint endlessly. So, all right, I'm seeing some claps. That's making me feel good. We're going to have the snapshot soon. I see TCC typing something. So, you know what? We'll, uh, we'll take one more question. How quickly will capital not used for OPEX be deployed into revenue generating strategies? I mean, why not the same day? Why not the same day? Like I, we've set up um, multiple Gnosis safes, including one. They're all multi-sig wallets. For those of you who know what that means, we, we need multiple team members or advisors to sign off on any transaction as a security measure. But we have uh, one that we use for sort of asset deployments that is uh, only takes three signatures instead of four. And so we can we can deploy capital very quickly. I can tee up those transactions, you know, as soon as we have the assets in our wallet and deploy them. And Carnation already has you know, Excel document after Excel document of, you know, planned deployment strategies across Arbitrum. So I would say we would do it that day, that week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> G give me that week because I do need to sleep sometimes. But like, yes, very, like right away is, is my point. Um, all right. Any other questions, guys? More than happy to answer. All right. Well, hey, good chat. Um, we'll have the snapshot out soon. Any questions, just pop into Discord. Do not forget, we are creating a Yield Farmers Council where people can interact directly with the team um, and offer really you know, valued 
feedback on big questions for tokenomics, DeFi products, et cetera. If you're interested, hop into our Discord and learn about it. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Bye-bye.